Welcome to the Mass Device Fast 5 MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. What do you have for us today, Sean? Today we'll discuss a couple of big regulatory nods with FDA clearance for a robotic exoskeleton system and FDA clearance for the first over-the-counter pulse oximeter. We'll also talk about a major device launch at ResMed, new AI-powered updates to Smith & Nephew's surgical robotic system, and a big step from Zimmer Biomet in the effort towards improving health equity. So let's talk about that WanderCraft news first. Yeah, WanderCraft won FDA clearance for its exoskeleton to help people with spinal cord injuries. We've had a bit of exoskeleton news recently with LifeWord and Myomo and CMS stuff. So this seems like a space that continues to grow as WanderCraft is progressing too. So what does this exoskeleton do? Well, effectively, it enables those with spinal cord injuries and limited mobility to stand up and walk again. So the FDA granted clearance for people with those spinal cord injuries at levels T5 to L5 to utilize the self-balancing robotic exoskeleton technology. What are some of its features? So the Atalante X exoskeleton, that's what it's called, features a powered ankle mechanism that can perform complex ankle movements that enable wearers to mimic a natural human's gait. So this also helps therapists better assist patients in their rehabilitation. Therapists can help users stand up, walk in the exoskeleton, including on their very first session using it. So there's no sort of warm-up period or getting used to it. The wearers can take steps in different directions, practice standing up in an upright, weight-bearing position, and users can also more easily transfer in and out of the device. And now let's talk about the pulse oximeter news that we have. Yeah, the FDA cleared the first over-the-counter fingertip pulse oximeter from Massimo. Pulse oximetry became sort of a household term over the COVID-19 pandemic, and now Massimo's hospital-level technology can be accessed over-the-counter. So tell us about what the -the over-the-counter device does. So it's called the Mighty Sat Medical, and it offers accurate and reliable oxygen saturation and pulse rate measurements of patients of all skin colors and patients with low perfusion. It's actually interesting. The news comes just a week after Massimo reported a study that highlighted the accuracy and consistency of its pulse oximetry technology across all pigmentations of skin, which had previously been an issue or certainly a cause of concern. But it utilizes Massimo's set pulse oximetry technology, which is used by hospitals globally. So a proven platform that this over-the-counter device is built upon. Where will it be available? So beginning Tuesday, February 13th, uh, Massimo now offers the device for purchase on its website, and the company plans to make the pulse oximeters available for purchase at retail and drugstores in the U.S. soon. What are executives saying about the future of this device on the new consumer market? Joe Chiani, founder and CEO of Massimo, said that before people had no way of knowing which pulse oximetry devices they could trust, and all they could really access were unreliable products and That was probably only heightened by their rise in popularity during the pandemic because people, I'm sure, were just trying to go on Amazon and buying devices that maybe weren't accurate or even remotely successful at all in in what their purpose was. So he said this clearance of Mighty Set Medical for consumers eliminates confusion, placing an FDA-cleared, accurate, reliable, and revolutionary set pulse oximeter with technology that hospitals have been using for more than 25 years directly into the consumer's hands. Healthcare providers can also now be confident when referring their patients to get this device, knowing that it has actually been cleared by the FDA as an over-the-counter medical pulse oximeter. 
Speaking of COVID devices, there was some device launches from ResMed and some respiratory products. ResMed launched its new bi-level sleep respiratory devices. This ought to give people with sleep apnea more options. And with Philips seemingly out of the market again, as we've discussed many times, it certainly couldn't have come at a better time for ResMed as their business continues to blossom. And what are these new devices? So the AirCurve 11 series of devices is the newest range at ResMed of bi-level devices that use two-level support, hence the bi-level. They use inspiratory positive airway pressure IPAP and expiratory positive airway pressure EPAP. Combined with digital technology, AirCurve 11 was designed to help providers treat sleep apnea while patients start and stay on their therapy. So what was ResMed's goal when developing these devices? Well, it built these devices upon its previous market-leading AirSense 11 platform with the aim of addressing challenges some patients have faced in adapting to continuous positive airway pressure, or CPAP, the very popular method of sleep apnea treatment. Uh, ResMed is obviously a market leader in that space, but now is sort of you know finding other ways to treat patients who maybe aren't ready for a CPAP. So designing AirCurve 11 was aimed to improve comfort, help compliance. It provides a higher pressure during inhalation and a lower pressure during exhalation to allow the device to align more closely with the patient's natural breathing pattern. What kind of optimism are executives showing? ResMed Chief Product Officer Justin Leong said that the company's approach to product development is predicated on always doing what's in the best interest of patients. This culture of customer centricity fuels the company's passion when delivering products like AirCurve 11 that empower people with the ability to better care for their sleep apnea from the comfort of their own homes. What's the next news story that we have? Smith & Nephew is set to show off some new AI features for its Cori Surgical Robot at AAOS in San Francisco this week. AI and surgical robotics are two terms that certainly always generate buzz, and Smith & Nephew's got some interesting news on a combination of the two. So let's start with what Cori is. Well, it's a handheld robotic system for orthopedic procedures, supports the entire continuum of care in knee arthroplasty, and also offers a comprehensive solution for navigated total hip arthroplasty. Basically, the new image agnostic robotic-assisted solution could further help personalize surgery and advance efficiencies. And with these updates to the system, Smith & Nephew feels this helps optimize performance across its orthopedic reconstruction portfolio. What are some of these new AI features? So the new features include the RI Knee software that enables joint line restoration and improves outcomes. So this is sort of built upon what Smith & Nephew first unveiled in May of last year, the personalized planning, which is powered by AI, and RI Insights. This RI Hip Navigation as well enables computer-guided approaches to total hip arthroplasty. RI Knee Robotics version 2.0 with personalized planning provides AI-powered reference values as guidance, enabling surgeons to set preferences for initial implant starting positions customized to patient deformity. So there's a lot going into these AI and insight platforms. And basically, to sum it all up, Dr. Thorsten Saylor of Duke says the platform is the only one on the market allowing for this personalized planning with simulation and AI. He said that when introducing personalized options to manage specific pathologies, Doctors see increased patient satisfaction and clinical outcomes, and these continue to elevate the level of care that surgeons can provide to their patients. And what's the final news story that we have? Zimmer Biomet signed a health equity pledge, pledge that companies like Medtronic, Philips, Fresenius, and Hologic have all signed as well, demonstrating a commitment towards this cause in terms of some of the biggest names in medtech. 
What does this pledge state? So this pledge is the Global Health Equity Network, or GHEN's Zero Health Gaps Pledge. It effectively marks a commitment from CEOs across industries and regions to embed health equity in core strategies, operations, and investments. It's a way for CEOs and companies to signal that they are committed to addressing the obvious gaps in health equity around the world. So how has the company made strides toward health equity? Well, yeah, even before signing this pledge, Zimmer Biomet had established a health equity division as part of an effort to make strides in that area. It aims to understand the drivers of disparities in orthopedic care and forge partnerships to collaborate on solutions and reduce inequities. Basically, what the company says is it wants to establish clear measures to track its progress against short and long-term goals. What did the CEO have to say? CEO Ivan Torno said he's proud to sign the Zero Health Caps Pledge to affirm Zimmer Biomet's decades-long commitment to tackling musculoskeletal health disparities and hold the company accountable on the global stage for driving measurable and impactful strategies to bring quality medical care to underserved communities. He said that forming a dedicated health equity-focused division that sits outside the company's philanthropic organization not only reinforces health equity as a broader corporate core value, but also elevates it to a business imperative and a growth driver. And that was the final news story that we had for today. So thank you, Sean, for bringing us all these insights. My pleasure, as always. Read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. Where can they find you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Thank you.